It's your boy Prince Rara here and you're listening to CJLO 1690 AM in Montreal, baby, and I am back. It's 2022. I'm so excited to be back here and I've got a whole bunch of new announcements. Uh, so much is happening here at Another Culture and even for my uh, for myself and also at CJLO. So first of all, I will be the new director of hip-hop at CJLO so I can't wait to get my hands dirty and do all the fun stuff that happens at the radio station it's also going to be great for me because I can learn some new skills so I'm happy about that and also something else really really exciting I have taken the opportunity to be the director of music at Rising Star so Rising Star a media platform uh, who shed light on new and upcoming artists here in Montreal and not only hip-hop but it's also uh, like DJs and producers and other artistry uh, in, even pop uh, so any awesome artists uh, that you know we identify and um, yeah we uh, we will then um, you know try to promote them on the platform and uh, they have cinematic um, interviews and uh, they have events they have a whole bunch of stuff that are going on. They've got like an article section as well. So a huge shout out to uh, Rising Star. Their um, networking event that they have is called Rise and Connect. And I'm really excited to join this um, this brand, uh, this organization, because I think it's going to be so fun. And I think I'm going to learn so much from it. So I cannot wait. Yo, you guys ready for some music? Let's just get into this beats, chow. I got Lance Skywalker, Peso featuring SIR, and a whole lot more. And I'm going to introduce my new guest for the show for 2022. I'm so excited for you guys to meet him. It's going to be dope. Let's get this. See ya, baby boy, Prince Rara in the building, and this is. Know the culture, and you are listening to CJLO 1690 AM in Montreal. But it's my thing, is what I feel Not really sure what happiness it brings Mental, I can lose it Oh, now that's what I need to use it Use it Is he making music? Oh, now that's what I can lose it Lose it It's not where you can find me Oh, now what happiness it brings i 
Boy Freeze Rara here, and you're listening to CJLO 1690 AM, and this is Know the Culture. I have a very intriguing artist with me today. Um, he's got some very unique sounds, and all of his songs are very different from, from one another, and I want to talk about that uh, later on. Um, you know what? I, I'm just going to just show him to you guys instead of just talking about everything that he does because I'm going to ask him more of those questions later on. I have Mackie Lavender in the building at On A Roll Records. It's me. I'm out here. Hello. What's up? <laughs> All right. So, man, thanks for having me. Of course, man. Of course. Look, I am sorry that we're in like a weird office situation um, and there's a lot of like construction. <laughs> it's a vibe. It's a vibe. You guys are working. I can see that. Yeah, it's of working. course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these were desks that we were working on, but now we're recording on them now, so... Yeah, but no, thank oh, thanks so much for coming here. Like, wh- where do you you live far from here? Or? Like, I'm always in the city a little bit. I don't live anywhere. Like, I just stay oh. places now. Oh, <laughs> like, like okay. yeah, I'm like a, couch a, surfing, kind of. But I pay the rent. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't stay that there for that long. Like, I move around so much. Like, I was in Sherbrooke like a couple of days ago. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Literally before that, I was way. So I I just like kind of pay rent like around the city, like close to the mountain. Okay. So then I'm a, I'm close to everything. Okay. And it's kind. Kind of like my place to stay warm here. Okay, so, so I'm more for like work-wise, like it's easy yeah. for just for you to be in the island. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm in island. Some I'm a, I'm not even there off super often, but I'm there like I'm there like a good forty percent of my life. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. And you said that you were just doing like uh, something out in uh, out west, right? Yeah. Is, okay. Tell us what you were doing out west. Like Sherbrooke, or does yeah. you mean the show? Uh the show. Oh, okay. No, it's it's Friday. On okay. Fr- yeah, on Friday I have to. Do my ver- I have a song with Sarame and mm-hmm. I have a verse on her song, so I'm doing my my verse on her song, and I have another verse on this guy uh, Frankie Fade. Okay, and I'm on this song as well. So they both have a show the same night, one in the West Island and one in the East. Well, okay. one in the city, one on Saint Hubert. Oz Gang, so I'm doing both. Okay, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, Oz Gang, nice. Yes, yeah, I've been yeah. asking so much. Like, I think I, I did a show over there during the COVID, but it was like a, a live session online show. Okay. And it was one of the first ones back. Like, we had like a bunch. It was during the curfew. We had oh. curfew papers. Oh. You have to go film that. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. We had oh. curfew papers to okay. be able to go out during COVID curfew. Back then, the law was just stupid. Like, we had like. We felt special, but it was. Now that law don't make no sense. Like, imagine yeah. you have a curfew paper now. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, now nah, people just rip that shit. I don't know make a blunt out. out of it right yeah um, now you uh, made okay my favourite song of yours is ours oh thank I, you oh yeah I fucking <laughs> <love> that song <laughs> thank you yeah, it's wicked sorry I gotta turn down my, my swearing but um, yeah I love that song um, and I know that you did recently a um, like a, an acoustic uh, like a live session with uh, Ryan Naden yeah Okay, he's the guitarist, yeah. yeah. Man, he's wicked. Oh, it's fire. Yeah. He always says that he's not that good, but he's lying. Like, he's f- awesome. And I don't want people to know that he's super awesome because he's going to start being too popular and he won't have time for me anymore. Oh. But he's really dope. We play a lot <laughs> together. Like, I just asked him randomly. We started, like, because I was playing the band and the band literally, I said, do you guys know a guitar player? They invited him. Yeah. And we started playing right away. And that's his favorite song, actually. So, oh, yeah? Yeah, it's his favorite song. Oh, I was like, oh, so really my shit. So I was like, oh. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's wicked. No, but he, oh, he's he's got like a real um, like a George Benson sort of like riffs that kind of vibe. Like you, you you're familiar with George Benson? He's no, a, but I have an idea. It's like probably the jazzy like because he very f- much <laughs> yes. so, yeah he plays jazz and, and rock kind of mixed together. Yes, yeah, okay. yes, and that's exactly what George Benson's like. Like it's okay. re- like just those the, those tones that like someone could even like sing like because that's what like George Benson kind of does. Like he kind of sings his uh, his riffs and also plays at the mm. same time. It's it's amazing but uh, yeah when i heard that i was like oh this is wicked like you chose a very good guy uh, also i first found you from your soundcloud mm. yeah cool your soundcloud's sick sick you the soundcloud is different too huh? it's a different type of sound literally yeah. the songs that are on my soundcloud that work better than other songs okay. it's completely different it's for the yeah. era of people that know so yeah. i kind of still try to feed that with like certain stuff that i know would work on soundcloud yes yeah. yes or well, and that's what i want to talk about one song that you've actually done very recent on soundcloud too but i'll ask you that later but my favorite songs mm. that are on your soundcloud um okay people talk yeah 
People Talk Sick. Biggie. Yeah. People Talk's Wicked. Um, and uh, Cheese featuring uh, JT Soul. Yeah. Yeah. He changed his name now. It's like Yoan, I think. Yoan Rivera. Joe Rivera. So he changed his name, but yeah, okay. JT Soul. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. made by a person of France. You, I see you have a, it's Africa on your neck. Yeah. Where, which part of Africa are you from? I'm from South Africa. Okay. But I grew up in Australia. I get the, I got the accent. I was like, oh, he's from. So you get, you said people talk too. That's why I'm saying that because people talk yeah. is like international as fuck. Like it's one mm-hmm. of those for like the mix between like punk and like rock and like metal and like drill and yeah. rap. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. think it's like a really, that song worked internationally better than it worked like here and shit okay it's crazy yeah yeah <laughs> so i gotta get the vibe like when you like international sound of music yeah kind of like i get it you know i'm on that vibe too it's your boy prince right right here and we'll be back with more from mackie lavender you also uh deal a lot with zach zoya yeah okay so how did you guys meet i, I met him in the backstage at at Ministère, actually. I was at Ministère for, like, the show of this dude, Joe Rocker, from... I was doing... Okay, actually, it's crazy. I was doing a show that night okay. for this thing called Indie Week. Okay. And after that, I was like, right, f- me go to this other show that's closed down by the mm-hmm. street. And it was the show from Joe Rocker from Dead OBs. Okay. And he was there, and I was down... The backstage is downstairs. Mm-hmm. Very drunk. We were doing bets. Stupid shit. I lost $5 for no reason. Like, I want some bet I was trying to do. <laughs> and then, like, some dude that, like, in my head, I really thought he looked like Mike Shab. And then he said, like, oh, you're Mackie. Because he, he's not <laughs> yes. from here, right? He's from Rouen. And he was here and he recognized me. Oh, yo, you make music. I know who you are. I said, yeah. what's up? It's kind of how we met, really. And ever since then, okay. I checked what he did. How long ago was that? quite some time yeah three 2017 maybe okay so four years ago now okay yeah. okay okay and then we we hung out his homies was chilling and he's like yo you want to do some shows yeah bet like the label he was working well that he signed to mm-hmm. like hollered at me for like different stuff he's like, oh yo do this that whatever yeah so bet. i was pretty much working at the label for a little bit oh mm-hmm. nice yeah okay okay, okay. and then i finished and then I, I was just more doing my stuff at the same time and they knew like it was this whole talk like they like you know you know you're not staying forever, right? Just let us know. Blah, blah. And I did. Like, let us know. Let yeah. know. <laughs> and I left. <laughs> yeah. Now, I know also you don't do many uh, like media interviews in, in English. Yeah. Strong. yeah. Don't I? And, uh, but you rap in English. It, it's really like recently my life has kind of like this political mess is okay. affecting my life just because i make french music because i don't mind but i also speak english because i lived in the west so long okay so my music was in english first things first like i'm not stupid i'm not gonna make a rap music that doesn't connect with a worldwide audience bro i'm not <laughs> i'm gonna try right that so part. i try that and then yeah it's true recently the french media have been like you know trying to not be racist so they just like oh, look <laughs> and i think that's why i ended up there okay 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 um because even like for me when i you know trying to learn more about you and um i mean like i i can speak some french and i can understand uh, now that living here for you know some time um but it, there was some difficulty with that because uh like being a, uh, an english speaker and then yeah. you rapping english and then wanting to find out a little bit more you know about you um was a little bit difficult being that i don't speak french and a lot of the interviews that you had were in French. It's because I did a recent French album. That's why, really. It, like, okay. the most of the album that came out in 2021 in yeah. was in French. Right. But, you know, in French. It's a French title and stuff like that. I did a French promotion for it. I was mm-hmm. trying to, like, really... Inc- so, I think it's really because of the recent stuff. Okay. So I, you're right, yeah. Damn, I didn't even know about that. So. Oh, well... Just letting you know. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna try to because really I could like capitalize off that if I do it right. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, but it's awesome. And it, I I watched a couple of stuff that you did. Uh, I was in 2020. Um, obviously, you weren't able to um, do any performances. Yeah. Um, and uh, you were doing a lot of like podcasts and a lot of interviews that you had uh, done. And a lot of the stuff was amazing, like very creative. Um, work that I had seen. The one in particular that you did was with uh, Corne. Uh, C- C- Corne? Is it Corne? Corne. I'm probably not con- pronouncing. Is it in French? 
Yeah, it's in French, yeah. Oh, shit. It was an interview that you did where you, uh, there was like cards on the wall and you were picking the cards. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, kick something. It's like at this bar, it's called Esco Griff. Okay. They had like got some funding from the government to do like live sessions, keep the door, the rooms open. So they had this camera crew and all shit. Okay. So yeah, they, they all at me. The guy from the room, literally, like the bar, mm-hmm. messaged me. He said, yo, we're trying to do this. Uh, and he messaged me. And he, he was to explain to me how like most people had like difficult management and shit like that. So because I didn't have a difficult management and I was ready to go, yeah, like I did that. And then the same day we had a practice with the band and stuff. So I mean, I have to like uh, manage the band. Like that works for me. Like I have to mm-hmm. hire these musicians and pay them and stuff. Like and yeah. get them, let them know where to go and get a team to get them hotel rooms. Like it's complicated. <laughs> so right. really, I pay practice rooms. So it was around the time we were practicing a lot. So literally, like it's a um, it's early 2020. No, it's late. We shot it late 2020. Mm-hmm. So during 2020, I did so many like live sessions. I put out two albums, even three, like mm-hmm. mixtapes, shits like that. So that one, we're ready to go because it was a song from my other, my second album that came out mm-hmm. of 2020. So yeah. when we did that, it was, it was super fun to do, yeah. 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 And you also just um, released a, like a short doco called uh, like a day, a day in a Life. Yeah. Now, Tell me a little bit about that because um, you did a show mm. out in Caspisi. Uh, yeah. Okay. And you said that you really loved that 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 show. Yeah, it was fun. Now, tell me um, about how, or if you can identify a, a show or a place that you're going to go to that you know is going to be lit, and you're like, nah, this is it. Like, mm. were you expecting that or? How was that a major surprise for you? That was a surprise, okay. a super surprise. Okay. Like, I had no, I didn't know. And so I always love going there. Like, Gatsby is super beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's like, over there, it's interesting. They're so far from Montreal that they have like a completely different mentality. Like, it's their own world. Like, I felt too negative being around them because I was just like my Montreal mentality. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then you're just like, they didn't mind, you know, because yeah. I'm there for music, but it's, yeah. and they also know, like, mm, he's from Montreal. <laughs> so uh, it was a bit of that vibe. Okay. But it, they were really dope. I love it over there. And I like, uh, so the shows that I think, that was my favorite one, you mm-hmm. asking? Yeah. That I, or I, that I think is going to be fun. Uh, do you feel that, like, there's times when you're like, oh, I think that this is going to be, like, it. This is going to be a wicked show. And then may it may have turned out not so great for you or maybe it was absolutely amazing and it just like like you're saying like you weren't expecting that from Gatsby. Are there times where you're like, yeah, I, I got a feeling, I feel it in my waters that this is gonna be like on and popping? Probably the my la- the, the last show I did before COVID nineteen, like before okay. the, the last show I did before COVID nineteen was on February twenty eighth, twenty twenty. So it was still in twenty twenty. Mm. So it wasn't even that that far ago. So okay. it was like. It was, it was doing a, the, I was opening for Les Louanges in Quebec City mm-hmm. and he's from like around there and shit and okay. my album was coming out the day after so okay. at midnight my album was coming out and like I was opening for an opener basically like that had me fucked up like real fucked up shit but it was just be, like it, it's weird because I'm from Quebec I live there and shit mm-hmm. but like if they bring someone from France, they always need to like, you know, it's this weird thing with like parents and like just people, you know, they like being nicer to strangers than to people they know. Like I have that same problem. Okay. Sometimes I feel like I'm nicer to people I don't know than to some, the closest people to me. Uh, oh yeah. It's yeah. fucked. I yeah. hate that shit. Yeah. But <laughs> that's what happens in music all the time. Like okay. really like people open, you open for someone and then mm-hmm. like even if you have a certain whatever, they like having someone from over there. Just And then sometimes you have someone from like from outside coming and they don't have a good look but that show was just dope overall it was cool because and I was I expected it to go well but I had so much shit go, well, so much trouble and shit going on in my life like yeah. people trying to mess up like steal music and shit like wild shit and oh yeah? yeah yeah like weird like cause it's weird in the music industry like people, sometimes you, those the label, labels that like have a lot of money mm-hmm. you don't know if they want to sign you or if they just want to like get their businesses to keep working so, okay. So sometimes they want to see if you're gonna help them or if you're gonna be detriment to them by being too good. Like you could be too good for the competition too. So it was really crazy to see that, and it was a fun show to do because I was in that mindset. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Like they could not give a fuck. Like I, I talk about to that label to this day. Like we talk, we hang out, nah, nah, nah. but they just talk to me as a regular guy. Yeah. They don't talk to me as a guy they want to sign. Okay. So it was really cool that the last show I did was with them, and it okay. was over there, and it was like super packed and shit, and they had like like the fucking. 
Damn. up and shit. It was super cool. And I did that shit. Like, I, you know, a nice little Instagram post for that shit. And I, yeah. So I didn't expect it to go that well and them to have, like, you know, the thing that is when the drop hits. <laughs> like, it was really cool. I posted the shit. And then, like, I post on Instagram. People back home, they're tripping. They're like, yo. You fucking made it. And I was like, okay, you guys got to relax. But it was, I remember that time and it was yeah. it was not like something I'm super happy about because mm -hmm. it's actually more scary and like weird and just be, everybody changes. They thought I made it just from seeing an Instagram post. Yeah. So, and I remember my on my way to that show, like my DJ was like doing stupid shit. Like, sorry for swearing, but he had rented an Audi in February, man. Like we were, and he was late. Like we were late for sound check. Like it was a bunch of stuff happened. That oh. night. Then the guy who was trying to manage me, he had rented a fucking airbnb barely know how to drive so then the the car got towed like <laughs> you know and so that kind of that was, that show was lit but all this happened right oh my <laughs> god okay okay well i mean no one could tell you seem like you're having a blast so as a that's a part of it right it's kind of like having the worst times to feed the energy to be good right? mm, exactly but that's why you gotta have like a wicked team you know behind you and it's wants to work as just as hard as you you want to that's the hard part. Yeah. Finding, yo, I don't really have a team like that. <laughs> like, okay. I, it's really mostly myself, like the base of shit. And then emails okay. coming out. I'm so, so, <laughs> swearing, but so okay. emails, like, I handle the bulk of the stuff that I do. Okay. Yeah. So, you, it, like, as an independent artist. Yeah. Okay. And you were saying that you uh, made some changes, like, on your, on your site and all that kind of stuff. So, you literally do a whole variety of different things like you got a whole bunch of different talents in it. not only the face of it but you're also behind the scenes yeah okay okay it's the new age artist that's what's coming next coming next is the artist to do everything okay. it's gonna be messy it's work it's literally like a job eventually when you get to that age i guess because if you when i first started like i had so many dreams that i had mm -hmm. now my dreams don't really exist like i can afford them like if you if can't afford your dream boy you're gonna do it like i talk to myself like that like i'm at the guy at the label who says brother you have dreams let's see if you can make them happen or not yeah. like because mm -hmm. it, it's not that real at the labels you know they get they have all the team to make everything happen for you so you don't know and some artists, I think it's just, that's what becomes it. So I'm an artist that also is the label. So I kind of understand why labels do what they do. Okay. And I understand why artists do what they do. Okay. Has it been working for you so far? Have you been like, okay, this is better to actually do everything yourself? I always did. Okay. I literally outsourced some people sometimes. Like the label that I was signed to, mm. I wasn't really signed to that label. It was a 50-50 production deal that would deal worth $0 or $1, which we both matched type shit. Okay. So it's one of those where like, you just assign to an imprint. It's kind of, I think, what Drake has with Cash Money. It's the imprint, but it's, it's not really a real thing. It's kind of like they have just to tell people they work together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's like a, you just they're doing stuff and they were like yeah we're, we're doing it too and whatever yeah they're just basically a, a, like a declared company okay you could run my music through the company okay okay, yeah, okay. Was, but you know they were, we were supposed to be friends everything was all right but then certain things went in a way where like they went like i i worked for myself basically mm -hmm. and i mean like in rap like people are not used to especially like a, a dark-skinned person to work for themselves like they hate that shit <laughs> like so that's kind of yeah. what happened like everybody from everywhere that i worked before like every all the label that i used to work with before like yeah. one thing didn't go right with one person and everybody else cut ties with me okay so it was really when i was there i was there but as soon as it got finished i moved on with the other things okay yeah. Shit. Okay. Yeah. So it's better to stay. Well, you know, I'm, I can't say if it's better or not. It's just like, especially if you're gonna work hard, sometimes people don't like you if you do good at, without them. Yeah. That's what happened. Damn. Okay. So you got quite a story when it comes to you know being an artist that's you know that's literally doing your own thing and um, in, oh okay well I think people actually need to hear that because I feel that people would want to get the help or they think that they can only get somewhere if they get somebody to get them a foot in the door yeah. type of thing yeah 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 that's that's to be real with you that foot in the door is really last the, the, as long as it takes to put your foot in the door if that mm -hmm. foot is there it's over like it's better to know why every things are happening around you that way you know how to do them mm -hmm. i feel just because at least you understand what's going on right like it's it's a lot of work it's basically being your own like 
TV channel, TV network when you're an artist. You have to do everything around that. And it's a lot of work. You got to release it. Nobody cares, like, because there's so much stuff coming out. So you really have to find your niche, what makes sense for you. About me, I'ma go hard, I'ma go full throttle. Whatever you want to be, paid off quick, Esco Pablo. Right where I supposed to be, I strike lightning. I go off and then I strike them, shock them when I go off through the roof. Like Superman when I came out the booth. Hey, look, I can't, look, I, uh, my bad, I can't come to work. But. Until March come, I'ma need this loot. You getting else with this deja vu. There's no workout, I go back to work, head on the flow. I'll six, sports section. Of the 40, of the 40, of St. Charles, of St. Charles, in the west side, in the west side, of Montreal, of Montreal, that's where I was, that's where I was, oh yeah, you think they gon' give me a shift, you think they gon' give me a shift, man, you can suck on my dick, man, you can suck on my dick, maybe they gon' give me some hours, maybe they gon' give me some hours, my manager addicted to power, my manager addicted to power, you got to tell me more about the album that you made it was uh, your hero at least yeah yeah hero at least yeah now um that album isn't like an an acoustic yeah. Album. Okay. So now, why did you aim for that sort of vibe for this album in particular? Because I was doing live shows during like the pandemic, lockdown and stuff. Like, okay. I mean, labels around here were getting inspired by the stuff I was doing. They're doing it, like when I say labels, I mean the Quebec labels that you said that I was around, like the yeah. French stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the French labels that I was around mm-hmm. needed a bit of inspiration. So I mean, okay. I think they jacked a lot of the shit that I did around that time yeah. <laughs> because I did. I, did, I was <laughs> working with this band. I know these guys. I went to Vanier, like it really. I went to Vanier in audio engineering, so I really know the guys. <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was around yeah. them. Yeah. And uh, I did this album the year prior, at least Found Loves Me, that came out February, like I yes. said, you know. So yes. the hero release came out February 28, 2021. Yeah. So a year just in between. And okay. I just wanted to keep pushing the stuff that I was already doing. And I mm-hmm. thought it was, uh, you know, I, I'm inspired by older shit. And like, I, there's this album called Come Lag by, like, I think. Who's it? Pearl Jam? It's not Pearl Jam. It's Pearl Jam. I'm like, I'm like, no. Who is this album? Goddamn. Radiohead. Radiohead. Yeah. Okay, okay. And you could hear like the crowd in the beginning, in the back, and all that stuff. So I thought it was really cool because when we filmed it, there's only one clip of the video because it's so complex. When these rooms had money to film you mm-hmm. for songs and live sessions and shit like that, they only could give you an excerpt. So like only one song. Like okay. so that I did an entire show mm-hmm. at Oz Gang and then only gave me one song, which is Funked, and that's where I lined it up with Hero at least. I wanted to do a live album a year after mm-hmm. a both of three albums that I did yeah. with the song. That's why Draft Day is the song on there because from the late things that I did that okay. year, all squished in one. And okay. then I think really also, like I said, like rooms were getting money to keep going. So because of that, a lot of like the rooms in Quebec are very closely associated with these labels. So then like some of them, they just get the they get the call right away. They get the call yeah. right away saying, oh, we just got some money that came from the government. And uh, we're gonna put our artists in, <laughs> yeah, right away, because a lot of people do their artists booking mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, but me, I, I had a, I had outsourced a third-party label, uh, like no, a third-party booker. So okay. it's a third-party booker, and I outsourced also a third-party show production. Okay. And, but that shit, that show came literally from the fact that I was supposed to do a launch there. Okay. But COVID happened. Okay. And I stayed in contact with with my league. I know him. I know the guy from those rooms because I. I I've been there for so long. I played them before. So then they just, they try to contact the person who used to be my management, the old label I used to work with. They yeah. weren't answering anymore. And then, you know, mess up. And then eventually they would just contact me and be like, yo, do you want to do this? And be like, yeah. And that's why that show at Oz Gang happened. The album happened. So I had to launch to do my new album. Okay. So okay. I lined okay. it up. Damn. Okay. 
okay it's messy <laughs> it's a lot of stuff it's a lot of stuff oh my god i don't even know how you keep saying all that kind of stuff that you have to do i'm not saying really i try like i mean <laughs> i try yeah, what's that <laughs> yeah, same, bro. <laughs> I try. Okay, okay. Now you're doing a very good job of it. Thank you, man. Definitely, definitely. Now I want to get into um, a new segment that we do because I know that you don't have much uh, time with us. So I want to try and get into some segments, and we're going to delve deeper into this crazy, insane person that you are. Okay, I'm down. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next segment I've got is called Top Three. So top three is um, when I will give you three top, uh, three categories and you tell me the best of each of those that you prefer. Okay. Okay. So uh, number one for uh, top three is uh, what is a saying that you are recently been saying um, that you just can't get out of your head? A saying that I've been saying that I just can't get out of my head. Yeah. It is yeah. what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. It is what it is. Damn. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense to all the stuff that you're telling me about right? what's going on. Right? <laughs> Yo, I just, it is what it is. You got to stop there. <laughs> but that's a good outlook, uh, outlook for, for yourself though, even mentally too, right? When you, when you have to deal with so much, hmm. um, you know, it, it literally is what it is. You can't do um, something about everything. This is what this music has become for me now because I'm, I'm, I've been doing this since I was probably I have a song that I did at this guy's house off Garage Band when I was like 13 or 14. Okay. So then I started really kind of caring and releasing music, my first real song, mm -hmm. when I was 17. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. since I was, then after that, I started really taking music full all the time when I was 19. And now I'm 26. So Damn. I've been doing a lot of this for for quite some time, and I'm happy that I was like a teenager, young adult, and I still am a young adult. Mm -hmm. I'm, I was happy that I was doing that like that because it's absolutely terrible. Like I'm telling you, being a rapper is the worst job of all time. Like it's really terrible. I feel like that's why there's outsourcing outlooks for all these different things. Like independent labels will always really show you a lot of love and help you because mm -hmm. shit's terrible. <laughs> and independent labels kind of understand mm -hmm. that music industry is like. It's probably one of the hardest industries to pierce through because there's so much goddamn content and cut product. Throat. Like, yeah, yeah, it's cutthroat and there's products everywhere and everybody wants to just be this imagery of their idols, right? So That's true, huh? Mm. And we don't even really know all the backstories that they've been through. No, nobody. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. know why they think it's like the worst. Like some people, someone told me like, everybody thinks they deserve to be famous. Everybody thinks yeah. they got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's true, huh? right it's but really true especially now you know you can see people on your phone in two seconds <laughs> so well see I, and that's the thing like it, it kind of like it kind of makes the, the whole thing of like being a celebrity and famous it kind of it's dead yeah in a way makes no sense yeah it makes no sense at all yeah it's just I was watching some documentary about Von Dutch and uh, the, the, the hats and stuff and yeah, yeah. they were explaining how Back then, you wanted to, you had to see what they were wearing to know what was cool. Like, uh -huh. if you didn't see that, you didn't know what you wanted to wear. Exactly. I mean, like, now we're in a new world. I'm happy about this future, but at the same time, it's a bit weird that we, all, we ever gave a fuck about celebrities. That's yeah. true. Huh? I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. It's Montreal and his bitch.
saw there was a video that you did uh, with you, Zach Zoya, and also um, L L. Okay, yeah, and you were telling us that you you got all this shit for free. Yeah. Okay, man. That um, the overalls that you got were they from Walmart? Is that what you said? Yeah. Man, they I think I stole sick. them. I think that's a swat. I think I stole one or two things <laughs> I was wearing. <laughs> so then I was gonna say that. Yeah, Yo, from Walmart. Man, that's <laughs> but see, you gotta have the right body to wear these sort of like overalls. I feel like I'm too tall and lanky to to wear that kind of stuff. You gotta get the overall that works for you. You know, like these oh, yeah. overall. I think I wore them twice. I wore them at a show in Oz Gang years ago, okay. and I wore them again like at what was that show? It was it Santa Teresa? Okay. Teresa and. Then, that's it. And I was supposed to do Santa Teresa, but it got canceled the year after oh, damn. COVID once okay. again. But yeah, like that's I never I don't wear these often. Like what? at all. Yeah, no, they're working overall. You gotta Oh, I wore them for a video recently too, for like She Dead. But it was in the okay. woods, you know, type of stuff like that. Okay, okay. Like I'm I'm born and raised Quebec, so I really sometimes know how my winter, summer, woods, like I know exactly how to go. Okay. Yeah. Okay, man, I gotta learn that stuff because I'm just like you wearing all the things at all the wrong damn seasons, man. I'm from like hot weather and yeah. the beaches twenty minutes down the road. Man, it's like blue water and white sand beaches, Beautiful. man. Where is yeah. it? We're in South Africa. Um, well, born in South Africa, but grew up in Australia. Okay. Yeah, so both places got beautiful beaches. I gotta ask you about Australia. Is it safe for me to go in there? Like, I feel like it's fucked. Me, I've been scared my whole life. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I didn't. I didn't think I was gonna go to Europe ever. <laughs> but <laughs> when I was a kid, bro, I was from. I was like Francophone, East End, Haitian. I never thought I would go to Europe. I was yeah. like, bro, I heard what they do over there. Yeah. But then especially I went. Especially Europe. <laughs> Huh? E- especially Eastern Europe. I Yo, know that's, that's still not going to Eastern Europe. I'm, still, <laughs> I'm now I've been to Western Europe and I think this is where I draw the line. <laughs> but I, I gotta ask, how is it with like the girls compared to this, for that? Because I spoke to this when I was in France, this Italian girl. Yeah. Like I asked her, how is it in Italy? She's like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you, it's pretty racist. I was like, damn. But the way she was interacting with me, I remember that like overall, especially in Montreal, like Italian girls will be really nice to you here. Okay. So I mean, well, I mean, if you're black, if you're Haitian, usually like okay. if you're African, I'm, I don't know. Just again, say some places in Europe or some yeah. places in the world, like yeah. I mean, black dudes go and they get love. Yeah. Not everywhere. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder in Australia, does it go to that? Sound like for fashion and shit like that. Like ASAP Rocky, if he goes to Australia, yeah. would people be like, wow? Oh my god, yeah, because he's American. Oh. So, <laughs> yes, yes, and because you've got that American accent, or that Canadian North American accent, uh, they're gonna love that, and they'll think you're from the US. That's crazy. And yeah. You know, in Spain, like because they thought I was from the US, they were a bit mean to me. They were like, they kind of thought I was like this, because it's kind of almost like if you're black, you don't end up in Spain unless you got money or play soccer, or if you don't have money at all and you went <laughs> to save yourself. <laughs> yeah, like. So I was cra- I never thought I would ever go to Spain. Like, I'm Haitian, bro. Like yeah. <laughs> I never yeah. thought I would ever go to Spain. So yeah. being in Spain and realizing that it's true, they do assume that I'm American because I speak English. Exactly. Yeah, that part. What about you? You been to England? No. Oh, okay. I've okay. never been, but okay. I need to. I need to see what the fuck they're talking about over there. Like really, because I was <laughs> when I'm in New York, it's interesting. They think I'm from like. Toronto, but then like they oh. kind of more interesting. It's really weird, like in like in Holland. See, I'm mentioning all these places because all these places told me different things about like the way they portray like this Americanized thing. You know, you said ASAP Rocky, they think he's American, they think yeah. he's awesome. And yeah. I was like, that's crazy. Some places really like that. Yeah, but yeah. I'm from Montreal, bro. They don't know like don't Montreal, know. <laughs> yeah. Montreal, bro. It's like we speak French, and they like, so you speak French? And I say, yeah. And like, whoa! And I'm like, damn, yeah, like trip them out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like. Okay, so we need to get out of Montreal to kind of people are fascinated by us. Exactly. Right? Yeah, but wow. also they don't know um, Australians don't know um, like anything about like Haiti mm. at all. Like when I say, "Oh, there's lots of Haitians here," they're like, "Oh, Asians." <laughs> I'm like, "Bro, Haitian, like it's so different. It's yeah. like the complete opposite to Asian." Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, For absolutely, the complete, very far, and it's literally like. Haitians are very more concentrated in Montreal. You'll be in Montreal and know there's Haitians there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I've never seen anywhere else in the world like that. It's your boy Prince Rara here, and we'll be back with more from Mackie Lavender. Still need more food, yeah. And again, I'm good. Chillin' on the phone, I need shoes, yeah. Honey bands and I'm good, yeah. On gag now, my avenue. Uh, oh my god, I flew. Uh, took a flight with my crew. Uh, well, this shit ain't new. Uh, if I want. 
call us the one She hit me at 2 a.m. I just like for fun She said, boy, what you on? I said, soju and rum I said, girl, what you want? I'm in Korea, one I'm, back like I'm cool, I'm cool FaceTime my boo Three soju's up loose Oh, yeah I'm off the cool I'm off the cool I'm off the cool I'm good I'm good They want to Yeah I'm get caffeine I'm get caffeine I'm get my cool I'm go on to uh, would you rather because we kind of running out of time uh, would you rather yeah, I'm sure you know that game right mm-hmm. have you okay so I'm just gonna go straight into it would you rather snitch on your best friend for a crime they committed or go to jail for the crime they committed yeah I think I'd snitch on them Oh yeah, you snitch on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched a six night documentary recently. I'm inspired. Like, I'm oh. with you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, but I did watch a six night documentary recently. But yeah, I would snitch on them. Okay. Instead of like going for yeah. that person. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because okay. like I'm at a point in my life where if someone does some shit and yeah. makes me go to jail for them, yeah. it's because they don't care about what I got oh, yeah. going on. <laughs> so, so then that's the only reason why I say that. Do you rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death? It's pretty early in the uh, in the afternoon for that really? kind of question, but I'm serious. Always really oh, yeah. thinking about this. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather know the date of your death or the cause? I think of the your date. Death? I'm gonna drop an album that day. Fuck the whole game up. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the whole time. <laughs> like, like, I would I would love to know the date. That way, bro, I could prepare and have that album ready. So when it drops, hey. man, get my insur- my life insurance ready, get okay. my family good, of whatever they try to make off of me, man. I'm not yeah. giving that shit to Universal. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so, yeah, I would love to know the date. Okay. Yeah. But wouldn't that be like a very, like, wouldn't you be anxious, like, thinking that, oh, my God, like, I've only got, like, 20 years left? Rap makes you act like that already, man. Like, because, <laughs> yo, Young Dolph, man, I can't believe it, man. We're... Yo, recently, I see, yo, because some of my cousins and my family, we grew up on some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So then the Young Dolph one, we do not accept it because mm-hmm. he put on his little cousin mm-hmm. and he was in the neighborhood buying cookies. Like, yo, <laughs> like, that part, for real. So it just shows you, I'm telling you, rap is the worst job ever. Like, you have people that mess it up and do certain things to, like, you know, glamorize the difficult parts of, like, you know, when you grow up in the city, for real, you grow up mm-hmm. in the city with dreams. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in a city with dreams, idolizing and heroes and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you grow a bit older and then some of these people who started having the light and the power to represent mm-hmm. didn't use that power well at all. And mm-hmm. I'm Haitian, so I know exactly what that is. <laughs> Someone who has the power and doesn't use it properly. So okay. it's really that, that I'm hit by recently, especially. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, we don't have much time, so I want you to tell us what you're working on, re- uh, you know, in recently and also in the new future, and also how people can follow you, and also how um, they can hear your music. Uh, yeah, all right. So right now, I'm working on like a lot of stuff. Like I'm just working more than I'm releasing stuff. Okay. So for now, really, like I'm a has been. Like I'm not a cool rapper no more. Like I'm. I'm out the thing, like you know. Oh. Let, I'm let everybody who wants to be popular like, go ahead, man. It's your time. <laughs> like, like I, I'm not, I'm not like a, a household name. Like I'm just kind of the guy from you know, you know me around. Like I'm hanging around, I'm chilling, I'm pulling up to doing stuff. Your thing. Yeah, I do features, I do songs, I do beats. I'm at the studio, I do. But so for real, for now, like I'm, I'm working on stuff behind the scene. I don't want to give too much out because it's like. Oh yeah, it was exaggerated ass projects. I'm I'm the type of person I go way too <laughs> above and beyond for some of the stuff I want to do, and it's one of those. So I'm working on like you know a lot of uh, 
outside just music but more, not not really a lot of like hip-hop as well for sure because i like i love hip-hop but really the hip-hop i'm working on is like hip-hop people hate like when i say people hate it's just because it's not number one hits it's like i'm working on southern shit like really southern stuff like i'm actually going <laughs> like to like houston if i like probably oh. soon just to do that stuff okay like, yeah and i should be like by the time this comes out i should already be on we're around over there okay. so i'm working on southern stuff because those, those places like they're the the mecca of like some of the black music from the states which like ranges from blues to that yeah so i'm trying to i stay over in that really i have like blues stuff that just came out like losing the baby is a mm -hmm. song i did which is ryan playing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. more blues and then uh for my music you can find it everywhere you, you there's music i have accounts on so many shit so like you could just sometimes if you don't know just write my name m-a-k-y lavender you might find me yeah i have like albums <laughs> and stuff to listen so i mean i don't i don't want to build up a hype yet because the hype that i'm building up for something is going to be for a long time because when i at least my loves me dropped like it had been between that and the other project i'd done it was three years mm -hmm. so for this one it might be around some time like that so the project that i did in the time that i was there is here but for the next years my goal is to fall off and to not be popular not have any name in my city it is kind of just trying to build somewhere else and then when i go over there i was like yo look what i did in my city <laughs> exactly so for now really i'm working on stuff and i'm i'm focused on being a has-been like i want to fall off like i want nobody to really give a fuck oh yeah i want to go on instagram watch all the new rappers do their thing i want to do that like i want to see what it feels like <laughs> <laughs> so and uh yeah man i'm working on new stuff that's like more like i have country songs that i'm working on right now I'm like mm -hmm. i'm writing a lot of songs and I'm writing a lot of shit. So if you like the entertainment stuff that I do, you, you, you have stuff to watch later on when it's there. But for now, you could watch the old stuff. Yeah. Okay, I love that. And you got a full personality behind all of that too. Hey, I do I? Yeah. Let's go for it. Let's go. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, yo, really the more like, I think it's just, the more, I guess, I like I have a lot of, uh, it's almost binges, but it's not a binge. Like I was, I just did something that was mad fiendish. Like I was at this, I was in Amsterdam, and they have like these hash like spliffs that cost four euros. Okay, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. and it's like full of tobaccos. When I was like sitting at the coffee shop, and I was mm -hmm. someone that's like working on called coffee shop because I was sitting at the coffee shop. It's called Black Star Africa Coffee Shop. So me, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm real going quick. there. I, I was already I'd smoked one before I even got there. <laughs> so then we, I, I get there and it was like eleven. Yeah. Right. Eleven a.m. Like I'm, I'm, I'm smoking before the coffee shop opened. Uh, so I get to the coffee shop and I'm yeah. chilling there and I'm just kind of like listening and talking and mm -hmm. talking to the guy. Yeah. Like you know, guy I think is from Ghana. Mm -hmm. We was hanging. Mm -hmm. Then this German dude pulled up. We started talking and I was at that coffee shop for like almost eight hours, bro. Like I, like, yo, the, the 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 bud tender as we called them. Damn. She said like, you you did my old shift with me. Oh. And while I was there, I literally heard people come in and out to get that four dollar like hash split. Like just because it's like I think. I think it's a way for people to get off addiction, to get those four euro splits, to get in there, I get my picture of the day type shit. And that view of it made me feel really weird because for a long time I was so isolated and I was just kind of like, you know, drinking a beer at night and I smoke sometimes, you know. Yeah. And that, that made me feel just like, you know, understanding hobos, you know, hobos and bums, like they just out, people don't really care about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just kind of stare, they don't really care. You might be faded, it's 5 p.m., yeah. kids are coming out of school. <laughs> so yeah. so it, felt, it felt that way a lot. Yeah. So uh, now that, that that coffee shop experience had maybe feeling just really, I realized like, yo, maybe I need to fix my head a little bit, man. I'm <laughs> just acting like, a, you know, if you're 60 and then you, you're smoking and you're drinking and you're faded at 5, 6 p.m. every day, mm -hmm. You start asking yourself questions but when you're young you're like fuck it you run a bunch of songs that glamorize that too yeah so i'm wondering i'm in between wondering if i'm glamorized that or if i'm going right way too deep into it yeah so that's what's going on with me right Damn. now so i didn't even know about the personality because i'm li living this thing called depersonal depersonalization where you kind of feel like you live outside of your body and just watch it happen okay yeah i feel that way recently just because i'm so busy i just run so then like i okay. go back home at the end of the day and try to like forget everything that happened and just sleep yeah 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 so. deep personalization depersonalization something like that okay yeah. well you gotta come back for uh, uh, another episode and discuss this depersonalization let's fucking go let's do no. those Billie Eilish things see if I come back a year later looking completely different like with a beard <laughs> and the whole shit I'm trying oh you really want to try to change the whole face oh yeah no I'm bald now like this is wild oh, like, yeah, yeah this is different oh. yeah, I'm bald man okay zooming up on that hey no I'm f***ing bald like, things are just changing <laughs> <laughs> I'm old <laughs> like, it's, it's interesting I don't know being bald for so long it's cool because you only got you can only see your head and your face there's nothing else yeah. being bald so yeah 
Yeah. Okay, so you're really stripping everything away. You're just being you, just your authentic self. Yeah. Man, you're gonna teach me some stuff, bro. Man, we're gonna have like a counseling session next time. Let's fucking do it. Next time we gotta do this a bit later. I might pull up with a drink. You drink? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to, bro. Uh, I, I'm, I'm bringing small stuff, the chill stuff, you know. Like, what, what, what kind of drink do you suggest? Well, if you said not, um, not gin or liquor, like probably like a wine or some shit like that, a red wine. Uh, yeah, that liquor. could get me drunk. Yeah, no, everything could get you drunk. That's true. Okay. Well, next time we're gonna do some wine. Let's go. Let's do the wine this time. Okay. No worries. Yo, thank you so much for coming out here. Man, I appreciate it. Uh, man, it's exactly all. Okay, it's uh, 102. And man, I'm so thankful that you came out here. I really appreciate it. Man, I saw your work. It was absolutely amazing. So I'm so happy that you came here and I got to meet you. It's really exciting, man. It's been like, uh, like last year I came across your work and I was like, oh my God, this guy's sick. Like hey. Montreal needs us. And I'm so happy to finally have had you here. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so very much. much. Yo, thanks to you, man. You, you're the people that makes this stuff keep going because you go look for it and then ask people and then give them like their importance so i mean thank you very much bro. man i couldn't have done it if you if you weren't here so man thank you so much huh man, it's your boy prince rory here and you're listening to cjlo 1690 am and this is know the culture